Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's up, everybody? How y'all feeling? And this is episode 39. Just give a shout out to uh, Scoob Nasty. I saw you gave me a follow. Much appreciated. <laughs> also, shout out to all of the thirsty-ass Doja Cat fans that thought she was going to show her boobs. Show, <laughs> showing the power of prepubescent boys. Got that girl's fucking track to number one. Congratulations. <laughs> Of course, they played themselves. She ain't show her boobs, but That's shout funny. out to them. <laughs> no, nah, bro. She's like, uh, like I don't know. I feel like most people, most women, when they're trying to be professional, they maintain a certain line between that. You don't see mm-hmm. the titties for free. No, no. And, and, and they go beyond. I have no level. problems with what she did. She should never. I don't know why they expected her to do that. And also, I don't know if they're aware that the, the internet is full with of immense amounts of titties Bruh. that you could go and find, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm pretty sure you could find titties that look just like hers. Like you don't even have, you know what I mean? Like, but anyway, let's not get too far off track too, too early in the episode today. Slow down with the titty talk. Slow down. We've just begun. So, uh, so what you been watching? Uh, I caught a couple movies. Um, I saw Code Eight on Netflix. That was I saw that too. I caught that. That was good. Um, I it was s- interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I towards the end, I kind of didn't like how the main character. I, I didn't like a decision that he made at the end, but no, I didn't, I didn't like a couple decisions. That he yeah, made at the end of the movie. I, I there was yeah, exactly there was a couple of things I didn't like about the movie decision wise, but I, they weren't outside of the artistic liberty of the uh, okay. of the direction so i let it ride personally yeah. it's just like okay i didn't like that but it fit the movie mm-hmm. so hey say la vie appreciate but it. i did appreciate code 8 overall it was it had some action and they didn't go over the top so um i'll give a quick synopsis real quick so spoiler alert um it's in a a, uh, I don't know, not too distant future yeah. um, where technology uh, has progressed to where they have uh, drone android robots that are used as police and uh, people have developed powers and so they have different class of powers and the thing is is that they're pretty much relegated to this like second class citizen status. The There's they're used for manual labor a lot. And so there's like a lot of scenes where they go to, to like where there's a group of um, powered people who are just hanging out in front of like a hardware store and then they get picked up. And I got the vibes of like, they were being treated like migrant workers. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. You know, where... And it was interesting because using that as an allegory, the the, sh- the, the movie has a really interesting um, tenure to it. But um, yeah... It's set up, and so one of these powered people, uh, his his life is really tough, and so he gets involved with the wrong, you know, the wrong crowd, quote unquote, <laughs> and so it leads him down, um, you know, uh, a path of of um, criminal activities. Yeah. But um, it the, most of the action comes from like the robot policemen and and yeah, like absolutely. gun action. They don't use the powers too crazy. Yep, they ran out of budget, man. Yeah, like they, they have the budget to Which do I don't mind powers. because it kind of made it a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As much as realistic as a future with Android robot yeah. uh, robot police it and people powers can them be. To give it substance elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so um the the guy, the main actor is is uh in on the other show uploaded I was talking about last week. 
that that uh, being, yes, that character yes. he was the character from that yes. show um you know like i don't want to call him generic because i don't want to be pejorative <laughs> but it's hard to describe him because he's just like your kind of cookie cutter good looking white guy you know what i mean his name just, is uh robbie amell and the dude yeah. with the beard his um uh steven amell and um that's arrow from from a uh, uh, you know CW's Arrow. Oh, oh Arrow. And they're Arrow. actually yeah, yeah, yeah. um they're actually brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the last names kind of <laughs> dead giveaway. But you know, honestly, not for nothing, they had a huge amount of like actor chemistry. Like Absolutely. they played really well yeah. off of each other. Not for so I guess okay that makes sense and that's good because I can imagine like I could never go into an acting situation with my brother. I don't think I just <laughs> it just be kind of weird. But um so yeah, watching them play off of each other, not knowing that dynamic now is really cool. But um <clears throat> that was really good. So yeah, what else did you catch? I liked. It. I also caught up on a pretty old movie. Uh, I believe it was Lockout. It is mm-hmm. directed by Luke Besson of um uh the Fifth Element fame of oh, of okay. um. Leon the Professional. And um, that one is pretty dope. It's a pretty old movie. Um, I'm not sure what the year it is, but it stars Guy Pierce. It's basically, I think, I think I started that movie a while back and I must have fallen asleep or something because I didn't remember the ending of it. <laughs> but as I was watching, I was like, this seems so familiar. But um, it's about a, a bunch of, it's about a, in the future. Again, I don't know how I ended up just on this fucking future sci-fi kind it's, of. They're probably pushing it. Like probably, all of the yeah. streaming are, uh, sites are probably putting futuristic stuff. Because uh, <laughs> we have to think past the pandemic now. You know how they do. They got to yeah, manipulate your, your perceptions. Um, so uh, he, he it's in the future and they have uh, prisons in space where they just put the, the prisoners in stasis. And the president's daughter thinks it's inhumane, so she's going up to do it there to do her little journalistic thing, right? She's going oh, to security detail. Prison break. Exactly. Her security <laughs> detail ignores the rules, brings a firearm, gets his a firearm jacked, and gets the prisoners armed, which starts the whole chain reaction thing. That happens so. That's a, that's a common trope in prison movies. It's like the one person brings a firearm yeah, in, like, and then it's no all firearms. over from there. <laughs> like, no firearms allowed. That's a stupid rule. I'm gonna keep my gun. Y'all just gotta be fucked up. <laughs> Five I never let Lucille out my sight. <laughs> oh shit! You know he's gonna be the nigga to fuck it all up. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a black guy too. With the other security <laughs> detail, I like, fucked it up. I was so bad. I was like, "Come on, bro, come on, son." Uh, but um, it was a uh, uh, side gar- guy. Pierce is the main character. He's like a CIA agent that was framed for some bullshit. And so his chance of redemption is like, you know, yo, if you save the president's daughter, you know, we'll wipe the slate type deal. And it was pretty dope. Um, <laughs> they sent in Snake Plissken? Exactly. 100%. <laughs> you feel me? It's Snake Plissken with both eyes. He's like completely unflappable. You know what I'm saying? He's always got a, a, a wise ass remark somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Never shows any emotions. It's just, oh, you fucked me over? All right. I got a smart ass remark about that. You know what I'm saying? The movie starts with him getting interrogated and getting punched in the face. And he was like, oh, your mom hit harder than that last night. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> but you know it it was dope it had this uh because it's old there was a couple action scenes in there that are pretty dated but beyond that you know i'm saying it was pretty good good action um interesting villains but kind of it's a quarantine pick lockout lock yeah lockout 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 lockout. it's pretty good and the last movie i saw was actually a chinese movie i decided i want to watch a lot more foreign movies and this Chinese movie, it, 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 Chinese movie, it caught me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what happened there. 
But um, I caught the little clip thing on Netflix, and it was like uh, this dude. He opened this door, and he, basically, it was very reminiscent of the scene in Spider Man when Mysterio was tripping out Spider Man, and it was like a, a minute and a half, two minute montage of just crazy illusions happening. It was something similar like that in the little Netflix clip thing, and I was like, "Huh, that looks pretty interesting." But it's called Animal World, and hmm. it's about uh, how do I summarize this now? It's about this guy who gets tricked. He gets conned into ending up on this ship where you're forced to play a game. And if you don't, if you don't make it out of the game, you basically become a test subject. You know what I'm saying? You become, yeah, oh, okay. you become trapped in there and become a test subject. But the whole thing is you got to play rock, paper, scissors. And it's like you got at the end of the game, the game lasts for four hours. At the end of the game, you got to have no cards and three stars left and everybody starts with uh 12 cards three of each four of each kind so the main character gets stuck there for reasons that are spoiler alerty and he's gotta like find his way out and it's this whole there was a section in the movie there that was kind of boring because it was like about math because he's like really smart and he's like figuring it out but other than that it's actually pretty cool he got Hmm. interesting characters betrayal and love and shit and you know he's taking care of his main characters taking care of his mom and all that stuff it was an interesting story but um yeah i like the way it ended i like that because in this one the main character actually gets vindicated Hmm. uh by from the guy that ends up sending him to the fucking thing. And Michael Douglas in, is in it randomly speaking English in a Chinese movie. What? Yo, Collecting they stay the doing that, Collecting bro. The check. Like, I remember one time, I, I forgot what movie I was watching. Um, and Mike Tyson was in it. I think, uh, was it Ip Man? I think it was one of the Ip, Ip Man, Man, like number three. three? Yeah. yeah. Three. And like, first of all, the fight between him and, and, and Donnie Yen was awesome in that movie. But... Like he just like he pops up in there as like a Balrog type Street Fighter character, or and then fucking dips and I'm just like wow okay, (laughs) I guess yo Chinese movies don't run out of budget. And there's (laughs) even another one too. I don't remember what it was called, but it's this um, action movie that has Keanu Reeves in it as like one of the main bad guys for just some strange reason. Everybody else is Asian. I remember I was watching this one movie and David Carrigan was in it, and it was right before he died. Like it was like the last (laughs) movie he did, and it was some terrible. And he was only in it for like five minutes at the very end but like it was the worst role i'd ever seen him in he was just like this Ooh, overly cheesy check. evil Collect bad guy check. and he's like stabbing the guys with like the super serum to make them bug out and go fight and i'm just like wow dude hey man Ugh. i feel like a lot of uh uh entertainers want to get to that level where they're so big that their name carries enough recognition that people just dump a boatload of money on you for you to do something completely inane and a lot of people do it well i think you know i just think that china has china's using them true they're not using china yeah (laughs) but yeah it's it is really weird to see like the the placement of american actors in foreign movies especially Mm -hmm. chinese ones sometimes like Mm -hmm. they're really awkward but yeah say lovey they got the check get that bag dude (laughs) feel me but yeah, so pretty much, yeah, I think the only thing I really watched was um, Code 8, movie-wise. Yeah, man, it snuck up on me. This new week by, went by really quickly. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's uh, been some uh, interesting entertainment news, among other things. We'll start with that. Um, Man, TDE is fucking just dismantling this game, just <laughs> curb-stomping this shit into fucking submission, bro. Punch. 
Now, if I remember correctly, Punch is either an A&R or one of the executives over at TDE. He put out a track. Nice. Tell me why that? this nigga's out here spitting, bro. Even the execs at TDE are like, let me just put the whole <laughs> rap game in the chokehold real quick, yo. None of y'all niggas is ready, bro. Like, anybody on our squad. We could call anybody out of our building to fucking come and destroy your whole fucking team. Yeah, the, the track's called Pay No Attention to the Man Behind the Curtain. Bruh. <laughs> it's featuring Nick Grant, who I'm not sure if he has any affiliation to TDE, but, man, the track is, is, is it's a good rap track. And I'm just like, damn, dude, like... Chill out, Punch. What you doing over here, man? You know, reason about about to drop out here. You know what I mean? Absol over here, fucking sir. And then you just gonna come over here, be like, by the way, nigga, I'm in the studio too. We got that much extra studio time. That's lit, man. Yeah, man. Everybody's it was really to get good. The bag out there. That's good, Bruh, Man, I just TDEs like, and and they keep repeating this line like, "Their death row done right," and it's like, yo. <laughs> real shit though like do it you know what yeah, i mean like i'm not sure. mad at that at all like i'm really happy for them like that's what you're supposed to do that's like, a great it's a great team put together just full of talent you know what i mean drive like i'm all about that though but yeah i thought that was some i, I want to start out the entertainment news with that yeah, because you know the rest of it's pretty much fuckery um <laughs> Man, after all of that that love between Erica and, and Jill Scott, you got people were like, "Yo, Trina and Kaya should should battle." Boy, was that a mistake? Because evidently they have real beef, and so boy, man, they went straight oh, to the, the jugular. Bruh, Trina was like, "This bitch can't even see me. Never, no how, no way." Kaya, yeah. like, you don't own yeah. no hits. You don't own nothing yeah. but HIV and HIV oh, medication. Oh, I was like, God damn. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. They're just rude. What? They just went rude. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, oh. it's like, it's like they saw each other on the street and didn't even say nothing. Like, they just took their ears off and started grabbing weed, Yo, bro. Like, damn. That is a crazy escalation. Bro, it was out of control. I was like, damn. That I guess. Is. I mean. I mean, that is the energy. It's all you know what I mean? That is, I'm not mad at that energy nah. because it exists. <laughs> but it's like, yo, y'all got y'all to gotta settle that. Like, this is decades this is old beef. Bread. Yeah, come on, guys. Hey, speaking of that, um, have you seen any of the um, Crunchy Black Vlad interviews? Mm-mm. Those, that's been... Um, Crunchy Black? Yeah, Crunchy Black is one of the members of 3-6 Mafia. He's one of the, oh. uh, like the dancer and like a... I told him I was Crunchy Black and it was all good. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I only know um, DJ Paul and, and Juicy, Juicy J. J. Yeah, but you know, you know, Kate Lord Infamous. Because I only, I, not, I, I only oh. fucked with 3-6 like through touch and go like i was never a big three six fan not that i did not that their music was bad i just it wasn't my it wasn't my style i did not become a big three six fan until i was in the army and one of my one of my squad mates like put me on to them that's mm. how i became sort of like a three six fan i know a lot more about them because especially because around that time if you had anything to do with the devil i was not fucking with it because i was still well and that is sort of like in the church and thing. even to this day i still like why are you doing that like you gotta explain to me why you're why you're invoking right, that imagery right. But I brought that up to say that Crunchy Black was talking about that too. And he was like, even he had words of wisdom. He was like, yo, like, even if you don't like me, I don't give a fuck. Let's get this money. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. why I brought that up because, well, and, mm-hmm. like, those two, like, I get it. Y'all niggas got beef, but they could have got money so off much, of that. Because so I'm pretty sure that Timberland and, 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 and Swiss would have given them a shot at it. Because Trina, really? Trina is iconic. And so is Kaya. Kaya just. I. Kaya can't keep up to, with Trina I don't in terms so. of hits. I don't think, it, so I don't think that she can. Agreed. But 
you know, they could have they they could have worked yeah, on something. Yeah, you could make something out of that for sure. You know what I mean? Or or you know, but the, just coming at each other like that was just like, nah, we don't want to see either one yeah, of you on this the, anymore. That's, that's too much bad. But bad even bad and, and 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 just to shout out Maxo Cream because. Just talking about like resolving beef. He had some um, beef with a with another rapper named Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Rizzo pulled up. They squabbled hand to hand. Resolved it, and now Max O Cream was on IG like, "Yo, my nigga ain't even yo. You came and shot the fade like you were supposed to. I'm good, nigga. It, it ain't nothing no more. Like we out here trying to make money. I'm not gonna yeah. continue to con- push on a beef yeah. that you just came and squabbled up with. Like yeah. now nah, we good money. Like yo, you do you. I'ma do me. Like." We don't have to rock with each other to make money, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, "Yes, Maxo, that's what mm-hmm. the fuck I'm talking about." Because, like, because there's got to be a balance. Yep. You can't walk away from beef because sometimes beef is legitimately started. Yep. You know what I mean? Sometimes and there's a legitimate respect, and it'll follow you if you walk away from it. And so you gotta handle it. But that doesn't mean that you have to continue some long-standing rivalry now that that's gonna result in much greater violence and escalation. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got to know when if there's no further escalation needed for given qualm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so I wanted to to point that out, too. So, you know, I'm not mad at beef. Not at all. (laughs) You got to conduct yourself in a certain way, though. You know what I mean? Like, pull up. And I'm not saying that these two women should fight, but talk. Pull up and do what women do. I don't know how women do it. Men, we squabble. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been mad with a nigga who beat my ass on some straight up hand to hand. You know what I mean? Like, that is what it is. Like, I could say some invective shit. Niggas might take some some umbrage to it. And so we have to handle that. I got to be responsible for what I say. You know what I mean? And so right, right. I've never been mad at that. It's the escalation. It's like, where is the escalation not going to stop? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, at what point do 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 we come to an agreement? Like, all right, cool. And it's we done. just like, that escalation does nothing but like, that escalation costs money, man. Like It, it always costs money. <laughs> always costs money. Always. It's never free. The resolution can help you make money. Escalation will cost you money. Yep. Because even if it's just your time, your time is your money. But yeah, so that was that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> I was looking at um my man Meek. He said, I vow to, to destroy Takashi. I was like, look at my man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but I know I was just talking about not per- perpetuating so needless dramatic. beef. But I, I'm I'm really I'm really behind behind Meek on this one because this That's one sorry. it seems because anything that you any anyhow you engage Takashi is is pure publicity and clout chasing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he's like, fuck it. Why if he's gonna be in this game? And 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 people are going to be putting money behind him. Then I might as well engage this figure where I can to make money. Which, fuck it, <laughs> I'm you're you're not the one promoting him at that point. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not promoting Takashi if every time I talk about him, I'm talking about how much of a shitbag he is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he might be on my mouth, but it, at the same token, he's in the air. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't help the subject matter. In the entertainment industry, you can't. Facts. You know what I mean. You might not agree with it all, but you can't. And so, if you are in that industry and it's your job to talk about that shit, do it. But make sure that you put that nigga in the proper light. You know what I mean. And that's why I was like, all right, I feel you, Meek. If you gonna have to be rapping adjacent to this nigga for however long that this nigga's career lasts, shit, you might as well let it be known. I'm oppositional to this motherfucker, straight out. 
feel me? But that's yeah, why, that's why I fuck with Bernie because he was like, "Yo, I'm an existential threat to the establishment." Yeah, man. But feel me? you gotta let I, him know. Well, I, I gotta. I won't have to put. I want to have to 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 call Bernie out a little bit later on the next section. But we'll talk about that. But um, no, it was funny because Takashi tried to tried to do your typical reputation laundering mm-hmm. and make a huge donation to a a, a a charity for feeding children i don't remember the name of the charity um but they ended up in turn rejecting the donation and everyone's Damn. up in arms like oh take the money feed the kids take the money first of all charities <laughs> i don't know of a single charity that does not have an overt policy of not taking money from gang members and affiliates and takashi is literally an affiliate of, of, of gangs. Mm. You know what I mean? He still lives his life. He's still got all the tattoos. He's still talk. Live. So how could they publicly take that money in good faith? The whole point of reputation laundering is that you don't ruin your rep- reputation in the cause of doing so. <laughs> right, right. And so people are mad at the, the... And I'm like, oh, first of all, I'm glad they did it because fuck 6 9 But at the same token, they can't take the money. It was never on the table for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you think that most people who have money through illegitimate means like him? Because like, first of all, either a he's been he just got out of jail, so he either a stole that money, <laughs> or got it through some kind of illegitimate means, or the label gave him that money. That's not a genuine donation, mm-hmm. and so they don't they are not in the in the in the ball. They're not in the the um in the the market for publicity stunts. That's not what they're here to do. And so there was no way to even pretend that this wasn't a publicity son. And let me ask you, what, do you think that Takashi's going to do this on the low and not mention it and be quiet about it? Yeah, no. Okay. That's the first thing you're going to do Look, is go jump on the breakfast club and scream it. He, keep he can't his mouth keep his shut. mouth shut. Yeah, he's proven so that they, like The people who, who are over here like, oh, they're, they're just needlessly hating. It's like, no, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, if you wanted to do that donation, why don't you give it to your baby mama and have her make the donation in your name? Gonna be like, hey, I believe the last people that took money from this mm-hmm. nigga ended up in jail. Just True. Saying. Just saying. There's absolutely, especially, especially because his prior label, Treyway, was the gang. <laughs> so it's like, where did this money come from? How can you legitimately prove to us and the IRS that this is legitimate money? Shut and so, and so, money. you know. All of those Takashi dick riders, shut the fuck up. Like, stop bending morally. And, you know, and it comes from the top. You know what I mean? All these dumb kids who are talking about this shit, their parents taught them this shit. Because these are the same Democrats who vote for Biden, even though he has very credible sexual assault allegations against him. Matter of fact, that nigga was, funny funny story real quick, that nigga was actually just on an interview not too long ago talking about, well, if you, I believe you should vote your heart, and if you believe Tara Reid, then maybe you shouldn't vote for me. I wouldn't vote for me if I thought that I did that. And I was like, <laughs> do you not understand that we already believe that you did that? So you're just telling us to go fuck off, essentially. It wouldn't be the first but anyway, time. That it wouldn't be the first time he's. It is absolutely not the first time. So it, I shouldn't be acting as surprised <laughs> as I am. But I just thought that that was funny. But anyway, yeah, these children need to stop bending over backwards to justify him, and for what? Because he really is. Yo, Takashi ain't riding for none of his fans. <laughs> he ain't riding for none of his fans. So it's not like like I don't understand this blind loyalty to him and his music isn't good. I, like it would be way different if his music was good. You know what I mean? Like I just don't get it. But yes. anyway, that is what it, it is. It's pretty baffling. 
Yeah, shit is shit is getting crazy, bro. Yeah, I want to give a a quick uh, R.I.P. to Brianna Taylor because this is something that came into came up earlier this week uh, about a young lady who was murdered in her home in her sleep by a SWAT team that was attempting to serve a no knock warrant. Mm-hmm. Now. It's coming out now. Now, Brianna was a nurse who had just come off of a long shift who had, I believe it was her boyfriend with her, who is a registered firearm owner. Um, these The SWAT team was attempting to serve this no knock warrant. The boyfriend, I believe, being startled, might have jumped up and grabbed his firearm. They opened fire and shot her eight times, killing her in her sleep. Now, the most egregious part of this story is the fact that, A, they were serving a warrant for someone who was already in custody. Yep. Turned himself in. And furthermore, we're not even at the right house. And so it, this one is, is, is a real stinger because there was so many levels of, of malfeasance that went into this raid. And no one will be held accountable, not the firing officers, not the, the the killing officers, not the dispatch, not the 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 person who signed off on a warrant for a person who was already turned in. At what point do they do their due diligence? And at what point is the fact that they didn't do their job properly and cost someone else's life going to cause them some kind of consequence at what point you know with all of the things coming forward with sean reed being killed on facebook live for what i from what i understand is nothing more than speeding violations i'm not sure if he had any prior felonies why they why they were chasing him in the first place but he seemed to not be taking it very seriously so i'm not sure if he was mentally ill or not but i believe he probably thought he was just under he was he he was under being chased for for speeding violations only to lose his life and then you have the the arm standoff at the the killer of Amanda Aubrey's house a lot of these things are being done in the public now and now that they're in the because i don't believe that these are new happenings these are things that have been happening all throughout american contemporary history but the fact that they're happening in the public now like what do we do how do we organize you know what I mean? I hear a lot of people talking about arming yourself. I, do, I don't know how that helps. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know how that helps. It didn't help Philando and it didn't It didn't help Philando. It didn't help Brianna. It didn't. And, and I don't know how that would have helped so, uh, uh, Ahmad. So you kill a man in defense of your own life. You likely lose your life. He was outnumbered. There was three of them there. Two of them armed. One with a shotgun. You got to, what, you're going to go jogging with, with an AR? And Brianna's um, boyfriend's on house arrest, by the way, for her murder. What? Yep. They initially arrested him for her murder. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. And he's now currently on house arrest waiting, like. So they're actually going to put him through the trial, even though the autopsy clearly shows that it was the SWAT team's bullets that killed her. Yep. Yeah, and see, this is and this is why the expectation of no justice is so high. That's why, and then 
you can't put people in a position like that where they feel like they're being objectified for something they couldn't control and put into a position where they can't do anything about it. It's going to, it's going to like, it's looking bad. Like I'm, I'm looking at in, in, in Georgia, these, um, these armed militias that are coming up and, and, and starting to, to become more prevalent. I'm sure that they exist all throughout Texas and other, other States, you know, as people get pers- pushed into further and further economic straits, these things are just going to erupt more and more violently, you know, and, and America has been staving off, you know, real substantive change and, and, and growth for a long time. And what I've learned just through any type of maturity is that the longer you put it off, the more painful it is when it happens. You don't want to, you don't, it's better to rip that bandaid off. And America has just been putting off that Band-Aid of racism, uh, put, put, putting off, ripping off the Band-Aid over that wound of racism for a long time, for a real long time. And it's, it's getting bad. It's getting really bad. Just between the medical disparities between administering medicine to, to poor and, and minority neighborhoods, to the outright lynching of minorities, the police killings of minorities like it's just it's getting to be a lot and the lack of accountability is when minorities yeah. get killed not yeah. just the fact that they die it's the fact that they yeah. act they act like i mean Ahmaud arbery took deal. three months and a public outcry yep brianna brianna's boyfriend is still in on on house arrest for this for this killing like it's absurd it's absurd and 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 so i really hope that that some things really shape up because there isn't a lot of hope out there because I don't know. It's not like there's figures that you can rally behind. You know, I was talking about Bernie earlier had a had a little bit of a of a I don't even know what to call it, but a moment because there was a a, a bill recently passed and they had an amendment to reduce the Patriot Act surveillance capabilities of the FBI uh, to grab your search history uh, without warrant. And the amendment to, uh, to reduce those powers failed by one vote. And Bernie didn't show. He wasn't even there to vote. And so... Well, I can imagine there might he might, I don't know there could be any number of reasons why he didn't show up to vote. That kind of hurts because that's a big civil liberties uh, uh, bill that they're passing, especially in in a time like this with a with a regime like this in power, and for it to fail by one vote and for him not to be present, it that doesn't that it doesn't ring like him. You know what I mean? He's been. He's been there for so long on so many votes, ones that that he might not have impacted. It really strikes me as weird that he wouldn't be there for one that he could have had such a huge impact on. But, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to turn on the man for one grievance like that, because, who, as I said, I don't know why he didn't show up. There could be any number of valid reasons why he didn't show up for that vote. But he was needed there and. He did not. He was not available for that vote because, man, that really sucks. Because what that does, I mean, it. Yeah, you know, three hundred and seventy-five million people will not be affected by that. But the people who are affected by that will be affected in such a negative way. It really does. It. It. 
we should stand up for that right not to be violated. You know what I mean? Like, not to mention, it's not even about them using that in like a court of law. It's about the fact that they can gather that information and they're known to use it to smear people. The CIA and the FBI have leaked all kinds of information to smear people. Matter of fact, speaking of which, that's that, that leads me into this new um, Obamagate thing that's going on. <laughs> so there, there's there, there's three political scandals that have popped back up recently. So there's Obamagate, which originally Obamagate was from like 2012, I want to say, when Obama wore like a tan suit for Mother's Day and, and Republicans like lost their shit for it. And they called it Obamagate. But then Trump used that term again to describe something that's happening currently. And it created a little bit of confusion. And so for people who are unaware of what the current Obamagate is, um, the Bill Barr DOJ, which is says everything, okay? Anything that comes out of the Bill Barr DOJ is full of shit. It is completely and utterly tainted by the administration. But... The Bill Barr DOJ has found that the FBI uh, interrogated Flynn in bad faith in an attempt to create a scandal to, to put forth to d distract from something else. And so they have memos where the FBI internally was discussing how they should get Flynn to lie. And... So using this, they are now now, mind you, he did lie and he did actually commit crimes. But they're saying that since the lie was elicited from law enforcement through means not based around just the the upfront line of questioning that it's invalid, which is like you, you they do that all the fucking time to poor people. Yeah, it's lawyer fuckery. Yeah, it's like it's crazy that now all of a sudden Flynn, boss, he's the line, man. You can't do it to Flynn. It's like, <laughs> nigga, they do that shit all the fucking time. But anyway, so that's what the current Obama gate is, because in that order to uh, to to um, ratify that that investigation is Biden's signature. And Obama was was aware of it. So now they're saying that that the order to see to conduct an illegal investigation into a rival campaign came down from the top of the Obama administration. So that's the current scandal for Obamagate. But um, two other ones popped back up. First of all, the scandal behind all of the people in Me Too and Time's Up now turning on Tara Reid um, has totally shown that movement to be a farce. Like, yes, believe rape victims when they come out against their their assailants. But these this whole hashtag movement shit is full of shit. It, it's full of poppycock. These niggas have nothing. They have no substance. They are. They were only doing that through political motivations themselves, because when you look at the standards set by, let's say, Christine Blasey Ford and her accusations against Kavanaugh, Tara Reid's accusations are way more substantial. And they refuse to rally behind her the way that they rallied behind Blasey Ford. And I'm thinking mainly because they're, the assailant isn't a Republican, you know what I mean, uh, judge or, or nominee for something. And that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Because they manipulated all of those women's pain 
and all of this progress that we're trying to make socially for their own political gain. And that's why people on the other side will never believe you, no matter what. They, listen, the right wing conservative side of America will never come to the middle on the, with the liberals. And I don't think that they should because the liberals have proven themselves to be as bad of actors as the people who are on their side. And honestly, there's going to have to be a whole nother entity that comes into American politics to help to, to, to balance this out, maybe make it a, a more parliamentary type of government or make it like a tri uh, a tri party system because the, the Democrats and Republicans, the, They'll never get each other's constituencies to come to the middle because they all act out of out of disingenuousness. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like me too, being po being used as a political uh, 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 pretty much firing squad for the for the liberal Democrats is crazy. That's crazy. That's so manipulative, and it really proves that. They're not better. They're not better. They are not better socially, economically, proven by Nancy Pelosi, now passing another stimulus package that barely scratches what people need to help survive, but bails out lobbyists after admitting that they don't even know how to make laws without lobbyists, and that's why the lobbyist needs to be bailed out. Well, then why the fuck don't we just vote the lobbyists into fucking power? Fuck you guys. Like, why don't lobbyists, like, seriously, like, I wish that this platform reached to lobbyist ears because at what point do they stop and say, hey, you know what? Why are we writing your bills? Why don't we just buy? <laughs> we could take all this money. We wrote, the, we wrote the legislation that would empower us. Might as well take advantage of it. That would be the only just thing to happen in this system would be for the fucking useless lobbyists to take over. And completely watch it crumble under them because they have no fucking leadership skills or ability to actually enact legislation. It, it's just it, it's crazy, and and it's sad. Oh, and then the whole RussiaGate scandal kind of falls apart because that one actually, while Lynn is a criminal, well, I'm sorry, while Flynn is a criminal, they proved that 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 uh, investigation was purely politically motivated. So like a lot of these scandals are just machinations. They're in it's sad because most of the public doesn't interface with them like that. They interface with them like this is real revelatory information. Like they're getting the the real skinny on these people and it's like nah, most of it's just it's just creatively put together to make it sound like these people are doing interesting shit and they're really not. Especially when when the whole thing against Flynn was he was he was uh he was um, violating the Logan Act, which means that you cannot perform diplomacy unless you are an official diplomat. But he was the diplomat for the incoming administration. And so he was trying to smooth over some relations for, you know, people he was going to have to work with. I mean, yeah, he probably shouldn't have. But evidently, that wasn't even their concern. They didn't care about that shit, really. What they needed to do was was throw doubt on the administration, which is like, you really kind of undercut yourself when you do those kind of things. But that that is what it is. <clears throat> it was real interesting. I see Hong Kong is opening back up. They got right back to protesting, <laughs> which I'm, I'm really glad because That's I thought that they were going to use the coronavirus, um, the coronavirus response to really just shut that shit the fuck down. But nope, 
people in Hong, Hong Kong are right back at it. But I, I say that, I bring that up to say, it, I wonder what America-Chinese relations are going to look like in the future. And I think that, I, I'm going to say it because obviously it needs to be said, there is a distinct difference between Chinese corporations and their CCP uh, overlords and Chinese people, the general public of China that has no real, in, you know, interface with those with those bodies of power outside of they follow the rules. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that we need to be, you know, weary of relations with Chinese people. No, we need to be weary of the geopolitical relation of our government to the Chinese government and the economic relation of Chinese growth to American hegemony. Because while I don't agree with American hegemony, it is a thing. And if it is shaken or damaged, it's going to lead the American government to react in certain ways. And if China is going to incessantly push up against that, it's going to lead to some shit. <laughs> it is what it is. And so that's going to manifest in a few things because we deal with China mainly in, in commerce, of course. And so it's a major player in our supply chains. And, and it'll be really interesting because that could lead to a lot of good things in, in America, you know, and it'd be really interesting because if we bring those supply chains back, production comes back to America, we start to get jobs, you know, and these aren't like crazy good jobs. Don't get it twisted. But it could be something that could really help us get out the other side of this coronavirus thing and not, you know, be faced with this mounting unemployment issue. Because I think, what is it up to like 36.5 million people unemployed? You know what I mean? Like this whole contention with China, if handled properly, could be used as an impetus for us to do a lot of good things on the homestead and so that's why i want people to keep an eye out on that because those areas in which our commerce with china is going to start to decrease are our opportunities in america you know what i mean like i think that first of all agriculture is going to be we're going to have a huge um like resurgence of the need for uh like pig farming and cattle farming and things of that nature, because we import a lot of meat right now. I think I was talking about that last episode with the industrial, um, the, un, the industrial production of meat. We, we import a lot of that meat. If we don't, and a lot of it comes from China and Brazil, of course, but if we don't import from those places, which of course we want to stop, Brazil has not been doing well with their COVID-19 outbreak. And I do very strongly believe that it's probably because these countries are forcing meat packing meat meat workers like people who who work in these industries to continue working intensely it's probably increasing the transmission and so if we keep if we keep bringing in meat from brazil keep bringing in meat from china it's going to be a problem so we need to 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 start producing that here again and so there could be a big research in that that might be an opportunity if you're anybody who is agriculturally minded that's you know things you should be looking at constructions of solar panels if you're into if, if you if you're more technically minded, you know, these are all industries that I hope people keep their eyes open for electrician work, things like that will be on the rise, you know, because those are industries that are affiliated with these um, with these commodities. You know, those are things that that 
we could really uh, benefit from, you know? And if we can, gosh, man, if if African-American communities could get into these industries, that would be even better, you know what I mean? Because those are, those are places where obviously the majority of people don't already want to do that. That's why they were sent out, you know what I mean? So they're, they're industries where the workforce is, is ripe for, for, you know, a dedicated, uh, hardworking, uh, work, work, working body to come in. Speaking of which, like, why do people fuck with Elon Musk? <laughs> Speaking of which, cause he's about to, he opened up his factory up in Alameda and he's has all his workers going back to work when he could very easily subsidize his workers just to stay home for a little while and make sure that they don't actually fucking transmit this virus to each other. But he's over here tweeting about free America. <laughs> if anybody gets arrested, just let it be me. Yeah, you should be arrested because you're putting your work. Leave, <laughs> bro. Fucking Elon Musk is the worst thing ever, dude. And it is funny. They said that his baby's name was illegal in California. <laughs> I guess that uh, there's restrictions on the symbols that you can use in a in a name registered in a California birth certificate. What a shit bag. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But yeah, it's like Elon Musk, man. And, and it's just indicative of all of these these billionaires and millionaires who, who talk a great game about, oh, we need to do this for people, do that for people. Mark Cuban paid all of his workers to stay home. It wasn't that hard. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think that, that, and it didn't take him long either. He did that shit like two, <laughs> two weeks after the stay at home order was official. You know, he was paying his people. He paid people faster than the IRS did, which is crazy. And so it's like, it's just all of these, these, these men who have the power to do the things that need to be done. They just don't. A few of them do. But most of them just don't. And yet we don't stop patronizing them. Like, why do we continue to patronize them? Like, I see people in Teslas now and I'm like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Because even if you support that technology, it's not, first of all, you're not, long, you ain't doing shit to the footprint. You ain't, you, whatever, whatever carbon emissions you're saving, you're making up in the factory that produces your electricity. <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? You're doing that shit for your own fucking ego and and you're paying into a dude's pocket who really just wants to get himself to Mars. You're really just paying to get Elon Musk to fuck up out of here because he wants to get out of here. <laughs> you know, and it, it's just like I, we got to deal with that because I don't think that this country makes any progress until the people at large stop fucking with people like that. Stop stop letting the, those men be the ones that we 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 extol. You know what I mean? Like everywhere else, like the oligarchs kind of try to stay a little bit low key. You know what I mean? Our our oligarchs are celebrities. You know what I mean? Our oligarchs run for pre for for president, and I'm just like, yo. I don't know if they realize that this is like fundamentally how the system collapse. <laughs> you know what I mean? When the people who exploit it the most then become the rulers of it. it like man. They've been bewitched by money. So as long as you come wearing that exterior, you're accepted. You're that's just terrible. But yeah. <clears throat> With that being said, I did say that I was going to do some research on, um, on one Mr. Justin Amash as a, uh, as a, alternative for those who want to continue into this national politics thing and are unsatisfied with the two primary or the, the two main candidates from the two primary parties. Um, so I'll start out by saying 
he is a standards standard late 90s early 2000s republican justin amash so if that doesn't bother you then i'll go then then pay attention i've got some information for you now i could absolutely understand if that's just a non-starter for some people it should be for honestly though that era of, of republicans is what led to the tea party you know what i mean it brought us bush it brought us a lot of bad things but that's not to say that ideologically they don't represent some good things and so with that being said if you're looking for i mean he is way better than both of like both of the current candidates like by and large justin amash is way better and i don't support any libertarian or republican movements in general but just as a candidate if i had to choose between these three men justin amash is clearly the only one who's actually capable of 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 performing the duties of the job based on what he puts forth you know what i mean none of those other donald trump and joe biden are incapable of a representing any ideology and b standing on it so at very least, if you were to vote for Justin Amash, he would probably represent what you voted for. Now, to point out some of his stances, he is pro-immigration, as he himself is the son of two Middle Eastern immigrants. But he is also very pro-surveillance state. And so that's two sides of a coin for me. I'm very glad he is pro pro immigration. He is also very pro uh, surveillance state, from what I saw. Now he believes in in like these oversight committees to 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 regulate, you know, how these intelligence agencies work. But I just don't trust anyone who generally stands on the side of the government should have the power to encroach in your private life at all. Yo, let me check out all your information, bro. Like, you know Take what I mean? Quick look. They, they they empower the like. I don't think that we need so many organizations to be empowered that way. If they empower the local police to do that already, to if you are accused or have committed a crime in public, they have the right to then go and warrantlessly shoot you in your sleep. We've already empowered the local police to do that. We don't need the FBI to do that. We don't need the CIA to do that locally. Like, we don't need to further empower more people to do that because that's. It just becomes further more difficult to rein in that authority when it gets out of control like it currently is. And so I don't know how much he would do to help the surveillance state and other authoritarian issues that go on with our government. But I do know that he is anti-wall, which is a good thing. Hey, it's hard to find Republicans who don't like to build walls these days. Um, he's He's interested... In pulling back a lot of our foreign policy, but as I mentioned before, he's also very pro-military. So I don't know how he squares that circle with reducing our footprint internationally and at the same time maintaining or enlarging the military. But that's, the, those, that's what I've been able to glean from his stances on that thus far. Um, I... I don't know. He has he he shows up a lot of uh, on libertarian um platforms, 
but and he's voted he's voted on the right side of a lot of things he's voted on the wrong side of a lot of things he voted to impeach trump i think he was one of the only republicans to do so um he has voted to rein in some of the patriot act surveillance um so though he is generally pro uh intelligence gathering internally in the states he has voted on the right side of reigning in those powers and i'm not exactly sure where he stood on that most current um surveillance bill that passed but he so he's a tall he's a mixed bag you know um from when i hear him speak i do get that he he has a general interest in the well-being of the country um even if it is only in the glory of the republican party i believe that he and, and and it's only through his record, for the most part, errs on the side of of the public interest, and he's a public servant as he should, and so so far I haven't seen anything that is overtly um, disqualifying of him. Um, I'm waiting to catch him in blackface. I'm sure that exists somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Like, come on, man, who doesn't do blackface? If you've lived long enough as a white politician, you know isn't that isn't that what, yeah, what Bruce Wayne once, said? Bro. You either live long enough to die the hero, or they <laughs> you live long enough for them to find your blackface. Something like that, right? Sounds about right. Pretty sure it was Joker. This is that, yeah. Joker, yeah, yeah, Joker. Yeah. My bad. You, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. So I just wanted to 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 give a little roundup of that info. But yeah. Um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Yeah, don't want to get too depressing with it because I know there's not a whole lot out there to be smiling at. But next week, we're definitely going to find some fun stuff to talk about. Um, follow us on the uh, on the social medias at Home Heron on the Twitters. Yeah, catch me on Instagram, Rico underscore G Sound. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining us. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Peace out. Take it easy.